Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show. Sats and Rat for a Tuesday night. Hope you had a great day. I'm a little bit crook today. You so. don't sound the best, mate. Yeah, so if you're thinking this isn't me. Snuffleupagus. I'll tell you what, Rat, you've made me a beautiful hot cup of tea. Oh, how how good is it when you're sick? Oh, a cup of tea. I love yeah. it. Just a bit of honey. You know what? I, I remember I, I went to um, the judiciary once and I was crook as a dog. I know, it was ridiculous. Um, I spear tackled Luke Burke. But um, <laughs> it was an accident. I actually, I've, never, I've never actually done it. I, anyway, I was crook as a dog when I went in there. And, and I just, I, the only thing that got me through it was a cup of tea and <laughs> I got four weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento with the great supporters of Sports Day. You can get us on social media if you want to. Talk about anything, bring up any topic. TikTok, Sports Day, SEN. On Instagram, SENQ. And on Twitter, Sports Day, NSW. On tonight's show, Three burning questions. Teamless Tuesday, of course. The teams have been announced for round 12 of this weekend. The Dolphins were the side that had the bye last week. And we're going to pick our origin teams too, Rat. Queensland and New South Wales. Got them. Yeah. Got them. I reckon you're going to upset the apple cart a little bit when it comes to New South Wales. Yeah. Well, they need to make – I think there's so much conjecture around positions. They need to make some changes to some key personnel on that side. Yeah. Because – Two of the last three years, they haven't got it done. So do you go with the tried and true combinations at club level or do you create your own again? That's well, the question. Well, I'm I'm going with a tried and true combination at the moment. Yep. But it's not the tried and true combination that most people think. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. Stick around. State of origin teams. Uh, now, the big news out of Tuesday as of 10 a.m. this morning, the St. George Illawarra Dragons parted ways with their current head coach, Anthony Griffin, when he was told by the CEO, Ryan Carr, sorry, Ryan Carr will be the assistant and will take, take over, over as interim. the interim coach. Mm. Um, but uh, Ryan Webb, the CEO, informed Anthony Griffin this morning that his services will no longer be needed. Now, he released a statement to the media. These decisions are never taken lightly. On behalf of the club, I want to thank Andrew, Anthony, I should say, yada, yada, yada. Unfortunately, our performances over the first 10 games mm. have not met the club's expectations. Yeah, and as we said, Ryan Carr mm. will assume the interim role. So I suppose what comes to this now is that uh, an interim coach is sometimes seen as someone that can change the current landscape or just holds the fort until they make well, a decision. Well, who's who's calling the shots there in the football department? Like that's There's no general manager of rugby league. There's no head of football there. That's one big concern. Mm. So, like, who's – like, that's – I mean, obviously, you know, Ryan Carr is going to take the reins. And he's going to, you know, try to get the best out of the squad that he's got there. But I don't know. I, I think they need yeah, – look, they, they, they obviously need a hooker. Zach yep. Lomax has been named, boys. Oh, well, Zach Lomax is back in the side. Okay. okay. Um, mate, they, they, they need some sweeping changes to that side because the side that they've got aren't performing up to I scratch. think they need some sweeping changes throughout the entire organisation, to be quite honest, because to read 
from reports that Ben Hunt, they stayed on the Gold Coast for a few days, then went to Townsville for that game last week. 300th game against the Cowboys. They had a dinner uh, in honour of Ben Hunt and his service to the game. For more 300 reports, games. 300 games in the NRL. And for more reports, no one from the executive committee, i.e. the board or the CEO, attended the dinner. No one. But some players that he played with and Kevy Walters from the Brisbane Broncos attended. Isn't that – doesn't that uh, – that, that, That's embarrassing. The Yeah. The, 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 that silence is oh, – it speaks volumes. Yep. Yep. Now, before the announcement at 10 o'clock today, uh, the, the, the media did interview some of the Dragons players and Jack DeBellin was asked about the, the possible decision that was going to be made today. So what have you players actually been told? We haven't been told anything. Um, the only thing that I've heard is just there's a board meeting today and um, that will you know, decide his future. But other than that, like us players, I don't really know anything. Our understanding is that we will be told later this morning um, that they're going to part ways. Did that come as a shock to you, given the speculation over the last few months? Disappointing. As players, we, we control that fate and we haven't done a good enough job. And at the end of the day, it's a results-driven business and... We just haven't got the results for it, so it's disappointing on our end. Do you get the feeling that the club needs a new voice now? Like yeah, the results haven't been there. Um, I feel like the effort and the right attitude has, but the results haven't been. So, um, yeah, that's up for the club to decide, and uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll do what's best for the club. He walked the tightrope very well there, Jack DeBell, and he handled it well. There was one question that asked that, will you reach out to Anthony Griffin if the decision is made to sack him? And his response was, well... I think I'll let the emotion die out of it first and then make contact with him. I wouldn't do it immediately. I think that's probably a smart thing to do. That's a mature way to deal with things. Yep. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's right. They didn't get the results. But this is my thing, right? Okay, I get it. The players got to go out there and get the results. But it's up to the coach to prepare that team and have them playing, jumping out of their skin, ready to play. Like, it's the coach's job to prepare that team so it's ready to perform at its best. Mate, the, the team's won, what, 38% of its games yeah. under Anthony Griffin? Like, obviously, either they've got really, really bad recruitment or he just can't get the guys up. Yeah. So have they had, do you think they've had the players, Sats? If you look at their current roster, I, I, think, they're a play, I think they're a side that sits around 8th, ninth, 10th, possibly. Yeah. But I think it's a bit of everything you, you mentioned. It's obviously Anthony Griffin's, and I've got to say, listeners to the show know that I'm a huge fan of Anthony Griffin. He yep. is a tremendous man. Okay, and my heart goes out to him because you're dealing with people's livelihoods here, and yeah. unfortunately, he hasn't been able to do the job. But outside of that, as Jack DeBellin just said, players got to take some responsibility. Yep. The board, the recruitment staff have to take responsibility. Anthony Griffin will take a little bit of responsibility as well. So yep. I, I think I think you know it's it's spread around everyone involved in the group. You know. Biggest concern for me, and I've been in this situation at Penrith in 2001 when there's a divide in the playing group. Results aren't there, and you've got a group of players that, for some reason, don't really like the way the coach coaches, doesn't like the way he communicates. If you're a little bit sensitive, you don't like his personality, mm. then you've got another group of players who have a really good connection to the coach. And I was on the ladder with Roy Simmons. I, I loved his coaching. I loved how hard he trained us. I loved how honest he was. Some players are a little bit too sensitive, and that's hence why his downfall at the Panthers at the end of 2001. Now, what, what, were, were, the, were, were the players that didn't like the hard edge, were they gifted players? They were gifted players who love to train hard, but they believe they've trained too hard for too long. Right. For the amount of years that yeah, they yeah. had under Royce. Because it's normally like, 
I mean, no disrespect to you, Sats, but but you 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 came across to me. You were just a you were gr- you were a grinder. You worked your butt off. You got out there and you ripped in, and you're the sort of player that everyone wants in their side. Like it's that that sort of player. You weren't the superstar, and and more often than not, in teams that I've been in, it's been those guys that they'll do anything yeah. to play. They'll yeah. work their butt butt off and tell me what to do, coach. I'm into it. And then you have got the guys that are like they sit a bit above that in terms of their talent. And they feel like, no, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm running a Ferrari here. I can't put too many miles on it. I, you know, I want to you know, be ready for the game. I, I get paid to play, not train. It's a, it can be create a real ugly scenario within the team. And the divide, you're right, Rat. And the divide also, it doesn't not only extend off the training paddock, it's when you're socially, you're hanging out as, as a team. Mm. And you've got a group of players there that are, you're having a few beers and they're bagging the coach. You've got a group of players over here that the like the coach. So all of a sudden the group segregates yep. socially and it brings a club down. 100%. And most of the time it's the coach that goes with it. But on top of that, the results haven't been there. No. So I just think that the Dragons probably could have handled it a little bit better. You reckon? If they had their time again, <laughs> if they had their time again, they would have, wouldn't have said to him, you've got to reapply for your role. They just would have said, listen, if we don't have the results by round 12, unfortunately we've got to part ways. Yep. But that's not the way it's played out. No. Uh, what do you think? 0457 736 736. Are there brighter days ahead for the St. George Illawarra Dragons? This is Sats and Rat coming up after the break. When again, Daddy Vass's three burning questions. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Daddy Vass, can you go down and get me some honey or some lemon or something? Oh, Vicks yeah, vape. Some run out to the can you rub some Vicks vape <laughs> on, my back? on your chest? Can you rub it on my chest, please? That's a bit closer over there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he can do it my dad, before a game, used to get two fingers and put in the Vicks. Oh, mate. So and he used many, to swallow so it. Old school. Old school. Swallow it. He used to clear your lungs mate, and say. old school. Please. They used to do it. I spent, well, you know, with you, I spent so much time in dressing rooms as a kid. That was, uh, that was part and parcel. I know. I know. Toolkit Depot. Your trade pro partner, get online today. Daddy Vass, what's your first question? First one, now that Hook's been hooked, uh, should Ben Hunt stay or leave the Dragons? Well, he's got an emotional attachment to Anthony Griffin, so he's going to be really dirty for a, for a few weeks. Mm. And then that'll disappear for a while when he's got to focus, obviously, on origin and, and playing well for the Dragons. We all hear about this, this clause that he's got, that if Griffin's not there, he doesn't have to be there as well. I don't know how right that is. Yeah, it hasn't been talked about. I tell you uh, what, it's not. It's, it's been the loose. club allowed it. They it's been loose. Yeah, that discussion around that. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like might might, might be hearsay. Yeah, I don't. But I, mate, it, it depends. What like they're they're in a they're in a phase where I mean, I, they're not winning a comp in the next few years. No. So if he wants to win a premiership. He's got to go somewhere else. Mm. But that means you're stockpiling the better players at the good clubs again. Well, it's, well if you're a good club and you run well, you well, want I, to go. They, they attract players who want to play for Should them. he stay or leave the Dragons? He should stay because he's on one point, reportedly, $1.1 million a year. And mm. I don't think he'll get that anywhere else. Well, well, Whiten wouldn't get, didn't get $1.1 million and he left. I wonder different. if Kevy had a whisper in his ear. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, yeah, different people. Oh. I, 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 I think get motivated by different reasons. 
Mate, you you want to stay at a club where none of the none of the board, none of the executive team want to show up and pay respect to him playing three hundred games. I know. Most of a lot of which have been with the Dragons, and he's carried that team for the last any any positive sign that came out of the Dragons over the last three years came from Ben Hunt. Exactly, exactly. And you know you don't want to give players too much of a, a pedestal to stand on and have too much of a say in the club because it can destabilise you as a coach. But if they are to keep him happy and the relationship he had with Griffin, I'd be dragging him in and having a discussion around what's our club looking forward, what, what do we look forward to when mm. it comes to what sort of coach we bring in. You know the playing group. What sort of coach do we need? Yes, he's not going to be there forever, but this next decision for the well, – you know, they've been they've – been, uh, it's, it's, They've had a history of – I don't know. I a mean, bad decision. Call, call this me. Is, a, this is what he said a month ago, boys. Yeah, he's been here for a couple of years now. We're building in a direction I believe is the right direction. And I think if you you take away your coach, you get bringing your coach in, then it's just going to start that whole cycle again. And to be honest, I probably don't have the time to start it all again. I'm getting to the back end now and I'm not really keen on starting fresh. You know, reconsidering your future, is, is that something if they were to part ways with Anthony that, that you'd... Um, You'd have to at least reassess, not necessarily leave the club. Oh, look, you definitely have to think about it. And like you said, yeah, reassess maybe, but it's definitely not something that I've put much thought into at the moment. Are you satisfied with the way the club's handling all this talk uh, uh, about the coaching situation? Oh, look, I, I don't know if anyone ever be satisfied about things like this situation. And we all knew it was coming. It's um, It happens at every club. If, you, if you're not performing, there's going to be changing in the coach. That's interesting. He says, you know, I'm at the stage of my career where I really can't start again. So uh, that's interesting, a comment of so, that nature. But, but when he says start again, it's like go into a rebuilding phase yeah, with exactly. the club. That's yeah. what he means. Yeah. Not, not like he doesn't want to start again at a new club. No, no, no. It means, yeah, to go through that whole process, is, it gets emotionally draining, especially for, for when you're a senior, senior player, player who's doing yep. a lot of the work. So to answer your question, should he stay or should he leave, I'd say stay. Mm-hmm. Be the reason why you can assist a new coach and recruit players for their future and you're getting a really healthy pay packet as well. Get out of there, Ben. <laughs> Get out of there. All right, number two, do you agree with Buzz, Buzz's comments last night on the Roosters being too pampered? And this is what he had to say. This is the most pampered NRL side we've ever seen. They've got the new high-performance centre. They play out of Arliant Stadium, the best stadium in the, in the state. They have a new luxury team bus to cart the players around town to games. There's the superstar glamour roster, and I think they're missing the values and the principles that two great roosters had, Boyd Cordner and Jake Friend. And Luke Rickardson. They've always had that hard-working guy that is prepared to do what... The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show with Sats and Rat on Sports Day. And, of course, we promised you what our Queensland origin teams would look like if we were the selectors. And, Daddy Vass, you are asking us question three of three burning questions. What are our Queensland state of origin teams? Yeah, we'll leave the New South Wales ones out. We don't really care about them, do we? Um, We'll focus on Queensland for this week. So I want to know what your Queensland 1 to 17, please. All right. Off you go, Rat. All right. I got Ponga at fullback. I got Cobbo on one wing and I got Tuolungi on the other. Put Tuolungi in there because he's got a strong ball carrier coming out of our own end. And he's got the combination with Val. Yep. Uh, I've got Gagai and Holmes in the centres. 
Lonkago and the centres to be able to get under Latrell Mitchell's ribs. Yep. Uh, Munster and DC in the halves, obviously. I've got Tino and Collins, Lindsay Collins in the front row uh, with Ben Hunt at hooker. Kafusi and Capewell. Kafusi will terrify um, whether it's Jerome Luai or Nico Hines. Well, he makes a halves pass earlier. Yeah, yeah. He'll get yeah. them looking. Uh, Capewell versatility. Uh, I've got Carrigan at 13. Uh, I've got Grant on the bench. Uh, I've got Big Papa on the bench. I've got Cotter on the bench. And I've got Jai Arrow on the bench who mm. can cover an edge. No for feeder. Just misses I out. I can't pick them all. Yeah. I mean, I got him in my – I got him 18th. Mm-hmm. I've got Fafida and I've got uh, Gilbert, 18 and 19. Wow. I mean, you can't put them – you can't fit them all in. I know. I've got Ponga at fullback. I've got Cobo and Coates at the back. And when I was looking at a position like wing, I looked at is the player playing good for a really good side? Is your side going well? And Tao Lungies have been – they haven't been that great this year. So no. I'm going to go Xavier Coates on the wing okay. with Cobo. Yeah, fair enough. I've got Holmes and Gagai, same reason you said. Munster and DCE. Tino, Ben Hunt, Papali'i. Mm. I'm, I'm going to pick him for game one. Yep. I've got Kate Will and Gilbert in the back rows. Gilbert Ooh, played on an edge yeah. last year. Tough. And, he, and he plays that Kafusi route for me where he gets under the ribs of the, of the a, halfbacks. He's a hard He gets man. them looking. Uh, Lock, Paddy Carrigan picks himself on the bench. Mm. I've got Harry Grant. I've got uh, Jai Arrow. I've got Reuben Cotter and Andrew Fafita. Yeah, right. You reminded me about Arrow, actually. I thought he has to play because he's playing in a team that's leading the comp. Mm. And he's he's got that mongrel about him. He's Mate, got his first game back a few weeks ago was, in, was oh, amazing. His work rate is The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Sats and the Rat. And for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, we've got the news update. And the Cowboys have signed Titans forward Sam McIntyre. So the Titans have released McIntyre to take up a contract with the Cowboys, effective immediately. It's also through the end of next year. They had him playing hookers at some stage last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a, he's a big body to, to be in hooker and yeah. lacks the speed. But they were they were at a loss at, at yeah. hooker last year. They had, they had no one. Now they've got four. So um, yeah, made a good young player. Yeah, and and good you know, for looking for an opportunity. And, yeah, you know, he's going to a. He's, he's got some people to compete with up there though in the back row. I can yeah, tell he has. <laughs> now uh, this young man, I think, will be picked in on the bench for New South Wales next mm. Monday. Hudson Young for yep. the Raiders. His manager, Sam Ayub, has met Ricky Stewart yep. on Monday. They want to finalise a deal. Now, get this. Reportedly worth $2.8 million over three seasons. That's a lot of money. Am I right? Is that just over 900000 a year average? That's yeah. right, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. well wow. 900 a year will be 2.7. Well, that's the, yeah, obviously they had 1.1 so aside a, but, but for Jack Whiten. Basically, it's 930000 a season. Would he be the highest paid back? Oh, no, for feeder. Food is the highest paid. Back well, rows was essential these days to have, you know. Well, a, a, kick out's an a 800, 900. Yeah. Is he better than kick out? Different athlete, isn't he? Different player. Yeah. Mm. He's the kind of player that Ricky wants to base the Raiders oh, around. He's a he, he's, he's a player that, mate, he's got he's got grunt. Like, he'll take the hard carry. And, mate, he's just a worker, but he's got some class speed. to him too. You know, when you look at that, let's say 900,000 average over three seasons, which is a lot of money for a young player, young back row especially, plays 80 minutes, and they had 1.1 aside for Jack. Now, just to remind the listeners, he doesn't take 900 of that 1.1. He just gets upgraded from what 
he's already on. So they probably would have had X amount in the salary cap for him, anyway. for him, yeah. as well as Jack Whiten's one point one. Yeah, so yeah, they wouldn't yeah. be using all of Jack's money to put into a back rower. No, they'll probably go to the market. I think with that one point one, and maybe sign two players that can. Mm. Like I said, I, I've said uh, nauseam. I actually texted you on the weekend, Jack, <laughs> didn't I? Uh, <laughs> Cohen, I said. Cohen, Connor Tracy's playing in the centres for... Got a call up. starting this week. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, he's too good to be mate, playing I, reserve I, grade. I told, I told you. There's a, mate, there's a few players in that Newtown Jets side that are too good to be playing reserve grade. Absolutely. And speaking to Braden Fitzy Trindle. about it, speaking to Fitzy about it at the Newtown Jets game I went to the other week, I said, mate, this is a good, this is a good standard. He goes, mate, there's 10 guys in this side I'd pick with no hesitation. He goes, I just can't pick them all. And I think Cronulla's got probably the best depth in the comp, mm. without a doubt. Yep. Now, the Eels have extended this very good young play. He's a Queenslanders too, Jermaine Hopgood, mm. until the end of 2025. Now, he's on, I'm led to believe, signing from Penrith, average wage, not minimum wage, which is 120, 130,000. Min- minimum is 120. Yeah, so average is about 300, I think, mm, bit less. thereabouts. Yeah. Mm. He was only on what I'm led to believe, average. Right. And he's been Parramatta's best player mm. in the first 11 rounds. So. It's great they've been able to uh, upgrade him. Best player on a pretty average side this year, really. Will he play Origin one day? Potentially. Yeah. Mm. They haven't been great, Parra, though. No, they haven't. You know, like miss it's, finals? It's hard. Yeah, I don't think they miss finals. They keep going the way they're going. Yeah. they got no... Did I, did, I, did I see Moses is back this week? He is back. He only had one week off. Yeah, he needed it. Oh, it was, no, they need him. Sorry, yep. not he didn't. <laughs> they need him. Um, you know, Jake Arthur tried hard, but... I mean, the, the class of Moses, yeah. you know, he's, a, he's your marquee player. Well, let's get he, to that. Let's get to the ins and outs for this week. I'm TLT. I'm dynamite. Are we still using that T-L-T. intro? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so some big news this Thursday night, the game you and I are covering. I know. Yeah, a big uh, in for, sorry, a big out. Big out. For the Broncos yeah. against Panthers. Yeah, Adam Reynolds out for the Panthers. It's um, Jock Madden named at seven. Uh, that's disappointing. You know, you want to see the best going up against each other, don't you? Reynolds versus Cleary. You know, yeah. it, it just gives you that, like, it, you know, if, if if Penrith win, you know, everyone goes, oh, but we didn't have Reynolds. And then if Broncos win, you know, I don't know what you think. Yeah. yeah. And for the Dragons, of course, losing Anthony Griffin, they've got a, one of their superstars back straight away. Yeah, Zach Lomax, he's back in the squad. You know, we were talking about, does, it, does that, is that, is that like a surefire sign that Ryan Carr, the assistant, did not agree with his decision because I know Zach Lomax played well last week in he reserve did. grade. Yeah, um, is that has he played well enough to get himself back in, or Ryan Carr? We we'll, we'll probably never know this. Or Ryan Carr just well, didn't I, agree with Hook's on, decision. On face value, it's easy for us to say. Well, obviously the assistant coach didn't agree with him. He got dropped. He's brought him straight back in. But I suppose he's bringing him back into a side that's been pretty dismal. Mm. And and you've got Jacob Little starting at hooker, which which is what he's been. Paid to do. Which he should have been. Yeah. Yeah. And Moses Zimbai, who's been playing hooker, is on an extended squad. Mm. Now, Drew Hutchison has been named at number seven for the Roosters. Kiri at six. And Manu, of course, is is out injured. Yeah. Yeah. It's a um, – yeah, they're at sixes and sevens. And the Roosters, I'm, I'm unsure of what – well, they're you just <laughs> – yeah, you get that. Yeah, that sixes was, and sevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm unsure of what to expect. Yeah. I really am. Mitchell's, Mitchell Moses, like you said, he returns. Josh Adokar, named to make a return for the Doggies. Jake Trebojevic returns. Josh Schuster, named at number six. Yeah, good. And Danny Levi returns from a, from a yeah, broken, broken jaw draw. for the Raiders. Mm. Good stuff. That'll be a big in for them. Yeah, absolutely. Good player. That's Teamless Tuesday and also the Polaris end, uh, news update. Polaris end of financial year deals are now 
on, get up to $3,000. That's $3,000 free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Still can't get over Hudson Young getting nearly 900 a year. Good on him. Good on him. Welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Rat. uh, Now we're about to wrap up the show very, very soon. But uh, on the back page last night, listeners, if you didn't see it or hear it, Candice Warner is the wife of David Warner, the cricket player, has challenged Socceroo legend Robbie Slater on that show last night. Surrounding, uh, it's a column. I don't know whether you saw this rat and Daddy Vass, but there's a column that Robbie Slater wrote in the Daily Telegraph back in 2022. It's basically when Sam Kerr went past Tim Cahill as a leading Australian football goal scorer. And it's, there's a documentary that's about to be released on the Matildas. Sam Kerr alludes to this story. Anyway, have a listen to this audio. Uh, in a documentary on the Matildas, she called out Robbie uh, over an article, Robbie, that you wrote on the comparisons. Now, even featured in the promos for the doco. Have a listen. Like, literally the most sexist thing you could say. Not equal. All we've really been fighting for is the same respect. Not equal. Uh, and what have you made of this? Were you surprised to be mentioned in dispatches? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Um, I think the column was balanced. Uh, well, Robbie, I don't really agree with you. I thought mm. it was out of line. You've got two young daughters. And I have. I thought it was incredibly sexist. What are you saying to young girls who might be aspiring to Well, I've to had be... to answer, Candice, to, to quite a few of those girls. My daughter, Indigo, is uh, nine, uh, plays football, and she's very good. So what do you make of that, Rat? No, I don't think it's sexist at all. Personally, myself, um, I, think, I, I think Sam Kerr is Australia's best striker. Yeah, that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just a goal hound. She's on it. Yep. Like she's unbelievable. Um, and and I think overall, in terms of goal scoring ability, but she, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I haven't read the column, but they do like one plays in a women's game, one plays in a men's game. So so, so I, I don't like you, you can't. I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know what, the, what they're arguing over. Neither like, do it, I. Didn't, didn't he? Did, it, like Sam Kerr broke the record for most goals that an Australian player's played, right? Has ever scored, yeah. Yeah. And has gone well, well past yeah, yeah. that and now. She, and she's going to continue to. Yeah. She, she is like a freak of a talent, Sam Kerr. And, yeah. So and, Robbie Slater And saying, a lovely, lovely woman too. Like she took time to meet my daughter when we were up at the – like it, was, it blew me away how giving of their time. They're, they're like all like Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. The whole team. It was amazing. That's great. Um, Robbie Slater's more saying, well, you know, we should be saying Tim Cahill's the men's best striker and and Sam Kerr is the, the leading goal scorer in the women's. Mm. If we had if we had a Sam Kerr in the men's team, we're, we're playing, like, we're in the quarters every year. and The World Cup. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like she's something else. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's sexist at all. Uh, is that being sexist, saying no. that we need a Sam Kerr type striker in the well, men's team? Well, there you team? go. You can see men could blow up and say, Hang on a second, what are you talking about? But well, as, we as, haven't got a striker as good as Sam Kerr yeah. in the men's team. So it's, you know, it's, it's, I thought it was quite a balanced article. I wrote the article and I, I sort of agreed with you. You read it or wrote it? 
I read it. Read it. You yeah. said you wrote it. And what Robbie Slater says, I don't write the headlines, as we know. The, yeah, the journos yeah, the don't journal, write the headlines. That, that creates a clickbait. Yeah, it? and that's what a lot of sports people don't understand. Mm. The journos actually don't mm. write the headlines. So I thought it was quite a balanced a balanced argument, to be quite honest. And I suppose it's like if Ali Brigginshaw played more Origins than Cam Smith, you'd say Ali Brigginshaw's played the most amount of Origins, whether she's a woman or a, or a male. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's no argument. Yeah, she played, yeah, it's I actually argument. don't know what we're arguing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yelling yeah. in a cloud there. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to a break and we'll wrap the show up. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, time to wrap up the show. Before we go, tomorrow night we're going to have former New South Wales Blues legend. A tremendous player he was, but he was an A-grade grub on the field. Oh, that's so he good. Is, he was an A-grade <laughs> he grub. He played with a lot of passion, didn't he? Passion and grubbiness. And but grubby. in saying that, he is a great competitor. And I talk of your good mate, Greg Bird. Yeah, Birdie. Yeah, yep. he's going to be with us tomorrow to talk about the upcoming Origin Series, who he thinks for New South Wales should be in the side. And basically... Why did he get under the skin of everyone in origin? Mm. That's what we were asking. Yeah, I'm going to try to get under his yeah. skin too, see if we can fire him up. <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk about golf stories with you yeah, and yeah. Uh, playing weekly with Birdie. Yeah. Uh, this is Sports Day with Sats and Rat. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday night. Hope you have a good remainder of the night and make sure you tune in again tomorrow night. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.